what's up, my friends? It's Jesse Blaze Snyder, and you're listening to All Your Favorite Bands Suck. And today's episode is about Nickelback. Yeah, what's up? Nickelback rules. Fight me. Yeah, no, I, I don't appreciate all the slag for Nickelback because I think in general, everyone has a very superficial understanding of the band. And I don't know who friggin' Nickelback pissed off in the Illuminati, but they have decided that uh, these guys are the worst band ever. And just across pop culture, it's been the thing. They're the butt of every joke. Nickelback, this, that, and the other thing. And um, it's really silly. Because first, let me explain the controversy. Because I understand a little bit of the controversy around Nickelback. In general, and this is not just Nickelback. This is every band I was just... um, listening to a portion of the episode about the offspring and i was talking about how the offspring had you know sort of series of songs songs that were in a similar vein produced similarly similar you know context to uh, content to what you know uh, content to this the lyrics and, and and what it was about and all bands have this generally speaking especially any band at a major label um, because the major labels, if you have a hit with a certain formula, they will push you to go back and use that formula again to make something different. So there is a certain ballad formula for Nickelback that has been torn apart on YouTube and other platforms um, where you can just like stack them up on top of each other. Uh, and you see how similar they are. And yes, it's true. They definitely have some of these things. Generally speaking, I would say their label is asking for them because it's the main thing that's released by them every single time a record is put out. But in reality, they write all sorts of cool stuff. Um, And I mean, to a certain degree, they're limited to like a dozen different like subgenres within their music, but they have a range of great uh, material using the various uh, you know uh, pools that they're playing in. Um, it's not too outside the box for the most part, uh, but uh, but it is awesome. Really great hard rock stuff, driving stuff, uh, really sweet, emotional. Um, whether it's um, love, I, I shouldn't say the love songs. Generally speaking, I don't really love his love songs. But I do appreciate he writes like love songs. Oh, bless me. He writes love songs like for the community. And those are really great. The, uh, you know, just things that have like, you know, we come together and I feel great when I'm with my friends. I feel great when I'm with my family. Uh, you know, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all get together as a society and change the world? Songs like that. And, um, you know, the, the big thing with Nickelback and like why I really felt the need to defend them is, well, the first song by them that made me fall in love with them is a song called Never Again. And it's a song about standing up to a father who was beating his mother. And I couldn't imagine having to stand up to my father when I was looking my my father's a scary dude, you know, as a little kid. And I thought that was so brave and what a beautiful song to write to stand up for your mother when she was being abused and 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 clearly this band's heart is in the right place. And before I got here today, before I got here today, um, I was originally going to do the Collective Soul or maybe My Chemical Romance. 
And um, I had just happened to familiarize myself with Nickelback, who I hadn't officially put on the list because I was letting society affect me. And I was like, well, what would that say? I put Nickelback on my list. But Nickelback, I knew off the top of my head, had at least three, probably four albums. And now I know it's four albums um, that I had heard and loved. And, you know, and I would defend them to anybody who would listen. Um, They're a really great band. And it just so happened, um, my friend, uh, my friend Mandy, who I, I met many years ago, a Rock the Cradle uh, show that I, I I did, and her and I've just been in contact with, and occasionally they'll share music and stuff. And she was shit talking Nickelback, and I was like, "Fuck you! <laughs> Have you ever actually listened to an entire Nickelback record?" And I didn't say "fuck you," uh, but I thought that I was like, "What? This is the same shit." And she said, "Well, no. If I'm being perfectly honest, I never have." And I went, well, give me a second here. Let me share a couple things with you. And I started reacquainting myself with some Nickelback stuff and just showing, you know, this and this. And she was immediately just like, what? I I had no, this is, I, I did not expect this from them. I, I just thought they were like a boring light rock band. And I was like, yeah, well, when your record labels are only promoting a certain kind of song from you and they're asking you for that song on every record and then promoting that song over and over again to diminishing returns, you know, your band starts to take on this vibe like you're some sort of soft rock band. So I had just like, you know, I sent like a couple albums worth of, of great stuff to a friend and just remembered, you know, remembered how much I like this band. And, um, and I was like, yeah, it's bullshit, man. You know, this 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 show is about the bands that don't get enough respect from the mainstream. And a lot of the not being able to get the respect is like, and I've said this, I said this in the intro to the show, I think, uh, you know, there are certain bands where it's like Bob Dylan. Like, it's like, you know, you, you're respected if you say Bob Dylan. Oh, you're a Bob Dylan fan, eh? Um, oh, you like Dream Theater, eh? You like Radiohead, eh? Um, you know, where it like carries with it a certain amount of meaning. And I think it's a badge of honor to stand up and say fucking Nickelback is an incredible band, incredible at what they do. And Chad Kroger in particular, who, you know, is the head songwriter for, for the band, um, you know, but he's sharing with the group. He's got three guys who he's been with or two guys he's been with for the long haul, his brother or cousin left in the beginning and they've kind of struggled to find the right drummer. Um, but uh, the, the new guy seems to be uh, sticking around for a long time. I think he's been around with them for like at least like 10 years or something. Um, anyway, uh, clearly they, they all get along really good and enough for him to Chad Kroger. He's written music for so many people. I didn't even have any fucking idea about this. I just all of a sudden it was pointed out that he had co-written uh, the song Hero, I think it is, from the Spider-Man soundtrack back in the day with Josie uh, from uh, Saliva and a couple other guys. And it was like a multi-track thing. I, I didn't get to look up that track. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll look it up while I'm, while, while I'm looking at my phone. I'm always looking at my phone doing the Spotify thing so I can show playlists. But right now I want to point you to an article by a chick named Karen Bliss. It's called Chad Kroger Wrote That. And she blew my mind because I was like, I wonder if he's written any other things. I bet he has, right? Well, as it turns out, he's written all sorts of shit. He was like married to Avril Lavigne for a second, and guess what? He wrote a bunch of stuff with her. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just gonna like kind of skip around here, but uh, Kroger co-wrote most of the songs on the pop singer's 2013 self-titled fifth album, Rock and Roll. Uh, he wrote the song "Here's to Never Growing Up." 
Bitch in Summer, Let Me Go, Give You What You Like, Bad Girl, Hello Kitty, and Slippin' on Sunshine. Um, he also wrote uh, for Theory of a Dead Man, uh, the first signing to Kroger's 604 Records, the Nickelback frontman co-wrote all the songs on their 2002 self-titled debut album. Have you heard Theory of a Dead Man? It's really good. He co-wrote all the songs. <laughs> um, default. Uh I don't know anything about Default, but Kroger, who signed Rock Act Default to his 604 Records, fronted by Dallas Smith, co-wrote most of the songs on the band's 2001 debut. Uh, it's got a list of a whole bunch of songs. Um, Dallas Smith, when Smith put out his country music debut in 2012, Kroger had a co-write on the song that's in my head for Dallas Smith. I don't remember. Daughtry, though, I know Daughtry, and uh, he's got some cool tunes. Kroger co-wrote two songs on the American Idol Rockers' second album, 2009 Leave This Town uh, is this is the album. From that album, he wrote No Surprise and Life After You, co-wrote, plus iTunes bonus track On the Inside. Um, he wrote for Carla Santana, which I'm impressed by. Kroger's the sole songwriter on Why Don't You and I on Santana's 2002 album, Shaman, and into the Night is found on 2007's compilation, Ultimate Santana. He also wrote for the band Thornley, which I think is a pretty awesome band. I had heard Thornley. Kroger, who signed the Big Wreck frontman for his new band, Thornley co-wrote your song on the 2010 album, Tiny Pictures. I don't remember that album well enough to remember that song, but I do remember the band. Uh, Bo Bice as well, he wrote for. Kroger wrote Your Everything on his 2005 album, The Real Thing. Uh, he wrote for Tim McGraw. Kroger co-wrote It's a Business Doing Pleasure With You with Brett James for the Country Star's 2009 album Southern Voice. He also wrote for Timbaland. Kroger is one of many writers on Tomorrow in the Battle found on the producer's third collab album 2009's Shock Value 2. Uh, my Darkest Days, another 604. I know I remember My Darkest Days as well. It was a good band. Another 604 signing. Kroger co-wrote most of the tracks on their 2010 self-titled debut album. And finally, Steel Panther. Kroger is one of many writers on It Won't Suck Itself on 2011's Balls Out. Suffice to say, if you're walking around saying Nickelback sucks, you're essentially saying Chad Kroger sucks, and you're out of your fucking mind. He, he is quite a talented man. Um, he's been kicking ass and taking names a long time. Uh, Nickelback's first album, Curb, I don't recommend their first two records very highly. Don't go back and check out uh, 96 uh, Curb, uh, 99 The State, unless you really get into the band and you want to like go back and do stuff because they develop into the band that they are. And you know the first album that I'm going to recommend that has a bunch of really good stuff on it is a cool one, but I wouldn't even say that's the first one to, um, to listen to, but that's Silver Side Up in 2001. Their, th their third record is where they really get their feet on the ground. And then... They just start killing it, you know. Um, the, the next three records, The Long Road, All the Right Reasons, and Dark Horse are just incredible. And Here and Now is okay. Um, I hadn't heard the recent um, albums that they put out, and Get Rollin' was all right. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, a lot of it's, uh, a lot of it's good, but it's good in ways that other songs that they have are better. They have better versions of the song, but they there was a couple songs from that that I really dug actually, and I'll I'll go through all the all this stuff. But when I went back, you know, to these two albums that I had missed in 2014, No Fixed Address, which was great, and 2017's Feed the Machine, which is fucking incredible, 
And seriously, for the Feed the Machine, the opening track, and like a bunch of tracks on this record, I salute them. You know, cl clearly over and over again, they show a certain amount of honor in their lyrics and like what they're writing about and how they're writing about things, how they're thinking about things. It's one of the reasons why I really like like and respect them as a band because I like and respect them as human beings and the things that they say, the messages that are in their songs. Um, you know, these are guys who are advocating to not sell your soul, you know, and to do things for the right reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and it's really, it's really great stuff. And I think, you know, uh, before I might have said, uh, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It's hard to decide between the long road, all the right reasons, dark horse and feed the machine. And I still have a, such a soft spark for silver side up, which was the album that got me into them. Um, and then, and then mind you, no fixed address and here and now are great albums too. get rolling was a little weak and curb, um, and the state, their, their first two records are a little weak. I mean, the first record in particular, I, I don't have any songs saved from it. You know, I, it, it's not my thing. It's just a very sort of generic copy of a lot of grunge stuff that was going on at the time, but it doesn't really stick out. Um, they do start to stick out with some pretty cool ones. There's one in particular. They almost sound a little bit like freaking um, Silverchair when you hear them. It's like it's a slightly whiny grunge kind of thing. It's not my favorite. But they do have a really great tune on the second record, The State, called Leader of Men, which um, it, it, I, I highly recommend. And there are songs from this album, uh, The State, that I think were like minor hits for them. And even the, the first album that they have, Curb, which I didn't really care for, I think they did have minor hits with it at the time. Uh, it just wasn't really until this, um, this, this, this third record, Silver Side Up, that I caught my my attention um and i went out to buy this record because i was so impressed by the song never again and i just wanted to hear that over again never again we've been here before but not like this seen it before but not like this never before have i have seen it this bad it pulled the trigger fast as he can I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember how it how it wrapped up. Never again. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't re-listen to that one, but um, it's such a good fucking song. Um, that song brought me to this record, and this record has tons of great things on it, um, like how you remind me, and how you remind me is a little bit of the curse of the band because you know how you remind me is the melody and the guitar vibe and like all this stuff that you just hear over and over again. This is how you remind, you know, it's just, it's, it's the, this sort of formula here, um, ultimately has come to be their like signature of who they are as a band. But when you listen to their records, the never agains, um, are much more plentiful and they have so many upbeat, cool tunes like uh, track four on the same record is called too bad. Highly recommend that one. It's, just, it's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's a really good one. A little poppier, but uh, great tune. And then um, later on this record, there's two that I really like. Uh, one's called Money Bought. Look what your money bought. Man. Really cool rocker. And a song called Where Do I Hide. Now, the rest of the record is is fairly solid as well, but just not mind-blowing for me because, you know, the, the reason they've been able to be perceived as like, oh, generic. Like, you know, sometimes they can be like a generic 
rock band thing in the early days coming up and like but they really have grown and and the the stuff that they start to do um a record after this is just will blow your mind and i mean i really think this is the best like record to maybe start on favorite of mine the long road flat on the floor just listen to the first like freaking five seconds of this track So awesome, so badass. This record has is filled with badass shit. Um, I have like I think at least like eight tracks from it uh, pulled onto my my Spotify. Um, the second track, "Do This Anymore," is great. Some days great. Again, some days like that. How you remind me. Continuation. Um, believe it or not, it's a pretty good song, but I don't have that guy saved on my uh, my my spot, uh, Spotify. Uh, Feeling way too damn good. Great one. Because of you, figured you out. All awesome songs and should have listened. And I guess I should have listened when you said you had to go. Great. Another trick I picked up from my father in one ear and out the other. Why's love gotta be so tough? Really good one. Um, not, not all of his love songs are bad, uh, but so, some of them are just like a little bushy. Occasionally, he is just incredible lyricist, like really just nails it. Uh, generally, right down the middle in a language everybody can understand, you know, as so many of uh, my people on my list, you know, I, the people who aren't appreciated often are the people who are speaking the language everybody can understand. And, you know, I, I sometimes it's really appropriate to uh, call out uh, accolades for them because they're not getting them. Um, the this tra this album ends with and uh, there's another one of them uh, earlier in the, the the proceedings. What I just said uh, figured you out. Uh, this uh, that are like sort of like genre pieces for them. Things that you'll see them do over over and over. Figured you out is like this nice raunchy sex song. Um, and I mean, all of them are a little bit different of like what the resolution is and what the relationship is and whether they're together or they love each other or they're hurting each other or whatever it might be. But they all have a similar sort of like slow rock and vibe, um, really sexy, salacious lyrics. Um, but they're great. There's there's a ton of them. Uh, there's one of the most recent album, um, uh, Little Missy or something like that. And um, and I was listening to it going, oh, man, they've done this kind of song so much better so many times. Uh, and I'll get to some of the other tracks that are just like that. But because of you is a great one. Uh, and it's uh, sort of one, of one of the beginning tracks uh, in that genre of Nickelback song. And then the last track on the record is called See You at the Show. And that's um, kind of a little bit of a genre of that community thing I was talking about, that friends thing. Let's they, they do it in a lot of different ways. It usually has a little bit of a country vibe or, or, or like, you know, big rock vibe to it, anthem vibe. And they do at least one on most of the records. And most of them are pretty darn good. Um, I mean, most of them are great. Honestly, and then some of them are like pretty darn good, I would say. Um, but uh, but but it's it's great. And I mean, these songs like "Another Hole in the Head" and "Throw Yourself Away" that I'm not like mentioning as as being my favorites. Um, and believe it or not, you know, it's just not a favorite. They're all solid tunes. I mean, this is one of those records that I would just put on. You know, fuck yeah, and uh, and I would play flat on the floor over and over again. Like oh man, like what a great tune to get you pumping up. So cool. Figured you out's got a great vibe too.
really vibey, cool rock songs. Um, you know, uh, it, it's funny. I haven't. I, I'm not actually a big uh, strip club uh, uh, attender, which is why I find it to be that much funnier that the few times I've gone <laughs> to strip clubs, always some stripper is savvy. They know Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback's got some great raunchy rock songs that you could do a do a strip to. Uh, so that's fucking hysterical. So let's go on. So so this one is a great one to start with. I mean, I'm tempted to just go straight to the freaking one that I listened to today as like the next like here. Start with their 2003 where they really hurt their stride or start with freaking 2017. Not that long ago. Feed the machine. It's fucking awesome. It's political, but like really. I didn't get any sort of partisan vibes from it. Granted, this one's new for me, so I only got to like re-listen to a couple of the songs, uh, you know, a few times that I was like really vibing with, um, or that like I missed because I was I was multitasking as I was doing things and I was trying to pay attention. But dude, I mean, the first six tracks on this album are fire. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. I was like, yes. You know, sometimes it's like homework. I got to listen to a whole bunch of stuff that like, for whatever reason, I didn't want to listen to before. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it wasn't great. <laughs> but like, you know, I'll add a few songs that I'll like when I have to like do like some extra listening that I didn't do. But this was awesome. I was so fucking happy to do this listening. And the next record, too, is um, not quite just as good, but 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 very good as well. It has plenty of great shit on it. But uh, yeah, man, the first six tracks on this record. Feed the Machine is fucking dope. Uh, great lyrics. Great meaning behind everything. Uh, super cool. Coin the Ferryman was really cool, which was like a tune about basically doing dangerous things and like, oh, well, what the hell? You know, throw a coin to the ferryman. Um, you know, those aren't the lyrics or anything. Like I said, I only got to listen to this album, uh, you know, basically one time through. But um, awesome. Awesome tune. Song on Fire, very cool. Uh, it's like, you know, more ballad kind of thing. I was just, I, I think it was about, a, about a girl was, 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 was cool. Uh, Must Be Nice was like this in-your-face sort of privileged people who are living in this privileged world who don't know what it's like to live in the real world and, and deal with the difficulty of, you know, uh, you know, fucking everybody's going through stuff. You know, I know a lot of people often think, oh, he must be some privileged guy, but, you know, I really try not to, uh, you know, take uh, from you know my father in any way shape or form and uh, you know I'm, I got a divorce and uh, you know all of a sudden you got like two families you got to take care of and stuff shit gets tough you know the, the real world and things have been tough for my father here there and you know another reason why I don't really think like you know take you know it's one thing if he's like retired and he's like I got all this money uh, but like you know we've gone up and down throughout our career you know being a, a rock star doesn't really make you rich and famous I mean it makes you famous but like not like the real rich people on planet earth it's like a false rich where you know you're nervous that the uh, the bottom might easily fall out so, you know, I, I relate to all their songs like this and, and, and so many of it because like, you know, man, like my family has dealt with the ups and downs and I've always been on my own and I've been, had nothing but ups and downs in my early life. You know, things are finally maybe getting steadier for me now, thanks to my podcasts and things like that. By the way, if you're a geek like me and you love comic books and, and geek culture shit and uh, role-playing games and whatever other shit, uh, I, my, my geek culture podcast is 
somebody who knows about all that shit focused more on like the mainstream adaptations and all the shit of that stuff. Uh, but also, you know, occasionally I get into the minutia of like the industry and whatnot. But as a, I, I've, read, I've, I've written comic books professionally for Marvel, DC, every major publisher. I'm a professional publisher. Um, you know, and, and that's what I love. I make music. I make comic books. So if you like geek culture shit like me, uh, feel free to check out that show. I do it every Wednesday and every Saturday. Um, and now, you know, I've been doing it almost for like a year now. So, um, so yeah, cool geek a lot with Jesse Blaze Snyder. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? I was talking about how much I fucking love Feed the Machine. Must be nice, and I can relate to that tune. Um, there's another song called After the Rain that like, basically after like things get worse, it'll get better. Uh, it was very cool. And For the River, which I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but that was a kind of a cool rocking tune as well. Most of the stuff, I mean, like two of those songs were like ballads, and like four out of the six were... Oh, rough and tumble awesome rock songs home was cool uh it was another ballad uh it was a little bit reminiscent of other songs that i've heard them do that i like better so i didn't save that one but then they got this great kind of heavy metal song called the betrayal act three and it's fucking dope man um the record closes on like an orchestral piece called the betrayal act one which isn't anything that i saved i don't think it's anything that you're gonna want to listen to but it's interesting because there's no act two it's just the betrayal act three, but it's fucking awesome. It's very metal. Um, and then a song right after the betrayal called silent majority, which I really like as well. Mature, uh, silent majority is awesome. Um, and then, um, every time we're together is the only other track on the record. And again, it's a little bit like home and it was a cute song. It was about like being together with your friends and your family and cute. And, uh, and it was sweet. I, I liked it, but I just didn't save it. Wasn't like a favorite of mine, but those other, those are the first six and you know they're all worth a listen and some of those are like worth listening to a bunch of dives um so fuck yeah that was awesome way to keep it up nickelback way to, like like because i was like you know they get an unfair shake they've got at least three four records that they've released that i really love um you know and that's enough for all your favorite bands suck you know i say every band that i feature here they have to have at least three records that i find to be like really exceptional and um you know and 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 worthy on you know many levels and um and then when i went to go dig in a little deeper and look into freaking chad kroger and did he has he written for other people oh yeah of course he's fucking written for other people great stuff huge artists how cool how fucking it's how much respect does this man deserve the fact he's not fucking getting it uh and this band deserve they, they they rule um so i will go here to i mean i want to go right to dark horse because that's the other way i guess i'll go to dark horse dark horse is just super fucking cool too so dark horse is a favorite of mine uh the first two tracks on this record something in your mouth which is probably like one of the sexiest besides another track that they got on one of the other records called animal of the salacious rock and sex songs that uh, that they've got uh it's a really great one There's a lot of great riffing on here like there's something in there yeah fucking rocking stuff and the next track on this record is one that maybe you're familiar with because it shows up some places because it is so fucking good called Burn It to the Ground. We're going out tonight to kick down every light, to get anything we want, to get everything in sight. We're going till the world stops turning while we burn it to the ground at night. Fucking awesome song, man. Ugh. So it's so get you pumped kind of tune. And I mean, I, I don't recommend doing any of that. <laughs> but what a wonderful song to 
vent those frustrations. I really believe in hyperbole in music. You know, that's the place for it, where we speak as extremely as we possibly can to get our point across as, you know, precisely as we possibly can. And, um, you know, and, and the people, the listener and the performer are able to ventilate dark and deep frustrations within themselves, you know, to say you're going to go out and you're going to kick down every light and you're not going to do all these things. You know, that's great. That's empowering. That's awesome. So you know, do it is like, you know, being a freaking crazy person. So like, you know, you don't want to actually do the thing, but you want to, you want to hear the song that talks about doing the thing where you get to have the catharsis of the person who's singing about doing this thing and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, all right, we're not actually going to do that, but it was nice to, you know, it's nice to pretend. <laughs> so that's a nice thing. And, and they've definitely got some songs like, like that, that are, that are, you know, a bit over the top, but I think are, are very useful in that, um, you know, catharsis and, and, uh, an outlet of energy that needs an outlet, you know, that, that energy needs an outlet. Absolutely. Cause we don't want that outlet. We don't let the outlet to be actually committing crimes and going out and burning things or hurting people, you know? So I believe in catharsis through rock and roll. I really do. Um, continuing down the list here. Um, there's a track gotta be somebody which is a good tune i don't have it saved to my spotify but it's a pretty good one and i'd come for you i think it's all right but the one after that next go round that's another great tune badass cool um there's a song after that called just to get high i don't have it saved but again it is another good good tune uh never gonna be alone and not bad either uh shaking hands and sex sex and sex it's it's a little generic it's this is like getting towards the part of like all right they haven't necessarily like nailed on something that's like as interesting as they do sometimes but this song feels so great it has great fucking vibes like i mean like you know you hear it They really like Nickelback really makes vibey rock stuff. It's, it's quite cool. If today was your last day is the track after that. And, 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 and that's a cute song, sappy song, whatever. I don't have it saved, but I, I do like that song as well. Uh, this whole record is great. It's another record that I would put on all the time. But the last track this afternoon, so just a great one. It's got this great vibe. You know, you hear this like they're laughing. They say we're here at a picnic. We're having a nice time. It's vibey. And they got a bunch of tunes like this as like a series of tunes, you know, from Nickelback. And, um, you know, if that's your thing, you'll really love all of them. Um, and uh, if it's not, then, you know, just stick, stay away from those tunes. But, but I like This Afternoon quite a bit. Now, those are my three. I think starting there at the long road or starting with uh, Dark Horse or the new one, I highly recommend Feed the Machine. Uh, are great places to start with Nickelback. Uh, in general, um, they they rule. But I mean, you know, if you had to start with uh, also this fourth record that I'm going to talk about, um, all the right reasons, uh, you wouldn't be screwing yourself up at all. Um, let me just see something too, because I want to see animals and next contestant. I've got there's two versions of this record. I just want to see if I have all the things selected here. Um, so yeah, so I mean, this record's got. 
six, seven tracks that I love from it. Uh, the opening track, Follow You Home and Fight for All the Wrong Reasons. They're good tracks. I used to listen to this record, you know, straight down. Um, good tracks. But uh, track three, Photograph, great. And Animals is another one of those great sexy rockers that they've got. Uh, then there's Saving Me, Far Away is okay. Next Contestant, super fun. And Next Contestant is basically like this dude who's got a girlfriend who's a bartender and he's hanging out in the bar and he's fighting anybody who touches her. It's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> especially just like, you know, it's like people are just like waiting for the fight. Um, I like that song a lot. Side of a Bullet is the next uh, tune uh, on the record, which is a cool one. Um, if Everyone Cared, that's another very uh, cool song. You know, If Everyone Cared and Swallow Their Pride, it, it's just it, it really meaningful. There's a whole bunch of tracks on uh, the Feed the, the Machine album, the, the new one that I was saying, that are really good um, lyrically and sweet like that and just like meaningful. And uh, If Everyone Cared is definitely one of them for me here. Um, then we've got like a series of a bunch of them, you know, because everyone cared. Then it's someone that you're with. That's a great one. I want to be that someone that you're with. It's cool, vibey pop rock song. Rockstar, which you've probably heard. It's kind of like country vibe. That's a song that's become associated with them. And, you know, I mean, people are hearing this one. So, like, oh, they're a one note pony. They're a one note pony because of the record labels. I mean, you, you're hearing all the different vibes that I'm sending after you. Really great guitar vibes and, and just, just the music always feels really good. Uh, so many other things. Uh, they also have a cover of We Will Rock You on, um, on this record that is freaking awesome. Uh, we will rock you. All right. So then I told you, you know, in their early days, I like the state. You know, there's Leader of Men, which is a cool song. It's very like they're still in their Nirvana-y kind of stage. And, uh, and I told you about the stuff from Silver Side Up that uh, is, is really solid, you know, especially Never Again. And we've got The Long Road and All the Right Reasons and Dark Horse we've talked about. So what do we got left? We got their newest record and we got their 2011 and 2014 releases Here and Now, No Fixed Address. So first let's talk about Here and Now. Here and Now has got a bunch of great stuff on it. I mean, what do I got here? One, two, three, four. I, the first five tracks on the record I, I, I saved and track seven. And, so seven tracks here too. Um, this Means War is the opening track, great one. Bottoms Up's great. When We Stand Together is a good one. Then, you know, another one of those rousing things. You know, hey, we're of community. Midnight Queen, which is another one of those sexy tunes. It's not one of my favorites. I don't like it as much as Animal or whatever, but it's still a very cool song. Good vibe, good guitar. And uh, Gotta Get Me Some. That's a really good one. I like that one. It's another one of their kind of sexy vibes. Uh, Kiss It Goodbye. I don't remember what the deal is with that song, but I have that one saved here. It's a great one. And uh, Holding On to Heaven. Um, which is like, you know, like, like a, you know, sweet, another, another sweet one to the list, but these are all great from here and now, um, no fixed address. I like maybe a little less, but what do I have here? Yeah, I've got six tracks uh, selected on here. Million Miles an Hour's first track on record. It's okay. Um, but Edge of Revolution, Edge of a Revolution is very cool. Really like the lyrics for that. And What Are You Waiting For? Uh, really cool. These are both like political kind of leading into that Feed the Machine album. And, and these these tracks are very cool. I just you know got done listening to these a, a few hours ago, and I was like super impressed by them. And She Keeps Me Up, another great sexy one from uh, Nickelback. And this one's a really good one. I haven't been able to sit with it long enough but I dig it a lot. Uh, a few tracks later on the record, you've got Get Em Up, which is super fun. And the last two tracks on the record, Got Me Running Around and Sister Sin, which are both great. 
uh, got me running around really had like an end part to the song i was like wow that was like particularly very cool because i was occasionally i was like skipping ahead because i was just trying to you know i got to record my show eventually so i was like skipping ahead but i was like i was so glad i didn't skip ahead to that one because it's such a great ending um so yeah got me running around at sister sin anyway uh, no fixed address is a pretty solid record again any of these records i mean even their freaking first ones i mean like it's just sort of a little generic but it's not like going to hurt your ears to listen to curb or the state or silver side up i mean you could put on all of these records and listen straight through and not be fucking offended at all and feel as though you went on an adventure um you know curb is a little bit less like fucking exciting about like an adventure like i said it's just it's a little bit generic uh they start getting a little bit more interesting with the state and then silver side ups really where like where it gets but i mean in general their music is really great uh, stuff to listen to, especially I would I would say for anybody who likes country music in general, you'll probably just it's a really great entry to regular good old fashioned American rock and roll uh, grunge influenced rock and roll, new metal influenced rock and roll. It's good shit. Um, so finally, we got the Get Rolling record, which I really don't care for the Get Rolling record a lot, even though like the first track, San Quentin's kind of cool, and I, I like actually saved it for a second. I was like, eh, I don't know if I really want to hear the song again. Um, and Skinny Little Missy, which is a total another one of their little sex records, and it's a pretty good one, um, but not as good as the other ones that are on this list that I I already read to you. Um, but on this record, um, track four, High Time, that one's super fun getting high with friends and it's like this is a great this is a great one and then the very last track on the record just one more is quite awesome uh as is uh, horizon which is like the third to last track on the record really good um and, and in general again you could put on this record in the background you, you, i mean like you know listen to the record and like, you'd be vibing if you've never heard nickelback you'd probably be like hey that san quentin song is pretty cool you know if they weren't nickelback you'd be like that's pretty good um but um but i, I wouldn't start here so the last bit of whatever that I'm just going to talk about before I get out of here, if I can find this shit, just want to see if it's actually legit. They, he, there was like a multi-artist track that I was talking about before where it was Chad Kroger and Josie Wales, Josie Scott. Yeah, Josie Scott and Chad Kroger's song, Hero. Yeah. This one. Oh, what a great fucking song. Yeah, see, I didn't get to listen to it before the thing. I forgot this one. Yeah. I am so high. I can hear heaven. Fucking great. Oh, heaven, don't hear me. Fucking awesome. A hero. That's a great tune. Fucking awesome. Fucking Chad Kroger, man. Chad Kroger and Nickelback. Damn, damn glad to meet you, Chad. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling it. You're not feeling that? I'm fucking feeling that. I'm feeling all, I'm feeling all this. I'm so glad I did this. You motherfuckers talking shit about Nickelback, you got to come through me. You got to come through me. I think they've earned it. I think they've earned some respect. Like, shit. Shit's good. I don't know what to play to demonstrate my love of Nickelback because I think it's in like everything that I do you know they're just such a great universally appreciated band uh, it's such a shame that they've like taken on this weird stigma of being this lame band because it's like based on a very superficial understanding of the band 
And if uh, you just dig in a little bit to the music, I think you will agree that they fucking rule the school. Uh, there is a song, though, that like means a lot to me that I wrote called Help Is Coming. And I think definitely it comes out of the, um, the, 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 the Nickelback uh, school of thinking and writing and doing shit. So here, check this out. Jesse Blaze off of Come With Me If You Want to Live. It's Nickelback. Uh, no, it's not Nickelback. It's a Nickelback-inspired tune. Help Is Coming. And please join me again next time, next Monday night, on another fucking awesome episode of All Your Favorite Bands. So- Enjoy. Nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, at least nothing that cannot be fixed. Hear my song, sing along, and you'll know my return will be swift.